Welcome back to The Mammoth Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today, we have John, the content marketing specialist and best-selling author. Thank you, John, for getting into the show. Thank you. Awesome. So would you, would you just like to give a quick intro about yourself, how you got started with the content marketing, and you are the best-selling author as well, and how you published your first book, and how was the journey? Well, the, I'll tell you about the journey in a second, but... Um... My background, I started off as a newspaper reporter and evolved into content marketing back in 2010. I've worked in-house at several brands, but now I work on a freelance basis with various brands, um, specializing primarily in, in personal finance content. The book came out in November, uh, The Stripped Down Guide to Content Marketing, and it, it, it's self-published, but I worked with a company on doing that. So they did, they did the cover, which you see behind me and the mm -hmm. interior and editing and all sorts of things. So it still is a journey though, because once you have the book, the finished product, then you have to promote it. So it's a lot like content marketing in that you can develop content, but unless you promote it, it's not going to do any good. No, marketing is important. Marketing is like a complete, you know, like thing to go for without marketing it's nothing gonna work it's real yeah awesome and how has your journey got started with the content marketing you know and so you are the you were specialized in content marketing so what strategies have you evolved like evolved by you or you know like into the content marketing well i think one of the things that i always try to keep in mind is i go back to my journalism background and try to instill accuracy in what i do and be very um, upfront and very clearly explain things so that you don't overcomplicate a subject that can that can be very complicated. And by that, I mean personal finance. So you're talking about credit cards and loans and debt. And some terms get, terminology gets thrown around that people might be confused by. So I think it's the job of a lot of content marketers to put content out there that is not complicated, but that helps people understand a subject. Hmm. Got it. So according to you, what do you think how content marketing is the uh, thing in the blogging, you know, because blogging is big and everyone wants to be a blogger. So is blogging for everyone or it's blogging for just someone specific or blogging is just a, you know, like a thing to get started and make money. I think it's no. And it's, it's take time. What's your opinion on that? Well, blogging, I think, can be important to an individual, but also a brand. It's one of the great ways you can reach an audience. And a lot of times that's the first way that a consumer or a client or a potential consumer or potential client interacts with a person or a brand. So I do think it's very important to have a presence um, in terms of blogging. And that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be on your own website. It may be blog posts that are guest posts on other websites, but it is kind of an entryway for people to get to know your brand and to get to know um, what, what your brand is about and also you know how you're conveying information to people. But blogging is not going to work for 100% of the people out there. So there are other plenty of other ways that you can create and distribute content that wouldn't necessarily involve blogging at all. Do you think blogging is a thing? Is, is, is it a short term 
thing or is it a long-term thing if anyone wants oh to it's long it, it's it's long term i don't think blogging is going to go anywhere for a while uh it's it's proven its worth and there are a lot of people who say that that is their first introduction to a brand or an individual is their a blog post or that person's blog or that brand's blog and i just don't believe that that is going anywhere anytime soon now how that content is created may change because we've got artificial intelligence that is ramping up in terms of content creation so you might see more people trying to do that mm -hmm. but i don't know that i would suggest at this time that you turn over 100 percent of your blogging to a chat bot no that's real because human thing is human thing yes and and cannot be replaced by the machine for real. Right. And those machines make mistakes. Humans make mistakes too. But it's but... changeable. It's changeable. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. So how you would like to explain regarding the video marketing, you know? So I think video marketing is booming. Like Insta Reels, YouTube Shorts, you know? YouTube has launched Shorts since last few months, a year, I guess. And it's real. People are just considering 50-minute shot and making even thousands of dollars every single month with the shot. So what's your view on that? Well, video marketing, again, is another one of those things that isn't going anywhere. It's evolving. And one of the ways you've seen that evolve is with TikTok. But there are other platforms out there that are, are used over and over and over again by people who are trying to create and distribute video YouTube being the prime example of that, YouTube is one of the top search engines in the world. Yeah. We always think of Google as being a search engine, and it is, but you have to think of YouTube as a search engine. You have to think of TikTok as a search engine because people are going on those platforms and searching for content on a specific topic, or maybe they heard about a celebrity they're very interested in who did something humorous mm. and had a video. And well, they'll, they'll go on and search that. So you can't overlook the fact that video is a huge part of content marketing. And you also can't overlook the fact that it is a very robust way for people to search for content. That's real. Awesome. So, and what's your view into the AI in content, you know, like chat GPT by this, this machine is pretty much, you know, like disrupting the industry into the content. And what do you think, like, what will be the future of the AI in just not in content, probably after some time, any new tool come out, you know, like uh, maybe design a website in just few seconds with this tool. But, or get your Insta post, get thousands of likes or comments within just, you know, like a quick seconds. So will it, what do you think? Like, will it be the future? Will this be the thing? And what will be the uh, human thing then uh, if these things comes on? Well, I don't think it is the future, but I think it's part of the future. And we're already seeing that happen now. Uh, in content marketing, there's just a ton of buzz about chat GPT and AI in general. And how is that going to work into how we produce and distribute content? Right now, I would mm -hmm. say it's something to experiment with, but it's not something to depend solely on. 
you still need that human element because there are just some things that machine learning and AI haven't caught up with yet. And for instance, ChatGPT, its data set only goes up to 2021. So you're missing basically close to two years of, of content yeah. that ChatGPT could rely on. So in and of itself, that is, is, a, is an issue. And then there's the issue of the content sounding like every other kind of content on the same subject that's out there. And after a while, I think people are going to notice that things are starting to sound repetitive and that people are going to think, oh, did I read that somewhere else? Because it sounds familiar. And you you fall, you can fall into the trap of depending too heavily on chat GPT and then putting out content that really doesn't sound original. Yeah, that's real. That's cool. Awesome. So you've been into content for long, you know, like, so what would you recommend to someone how to go and market something with a low budget? Because if any small business gets started with probably like with their hard-earned money, you know, get in and they do not want to test out the marketing with thousands of dollars. So what do you recommend them and how should they market their business or a blog or a YouTube channel or anything like that? Well, I think one thing it's very important to identify your audience. So who are you trying to reach, but also where do they get their content? So you may be a lifestyle brand and decide, oh, our people are, are very active on TikTok. So we need to be on TikTok. Mm. Or it may be a brand that resonates more with people who love to read blog posts. So you need to figure out who your audience is where they're going to get content and then try to meet them where they are. Now, in terms of, of creating content without much of a budget or any budget at all, mm -hmm. start small. So don't try to do everything. Maybe you have a blog and a YouTube channel, but don't feel like you have to be everywhere and be something for everyone yeah. because you don't want to spread yourself too thin, both in terms of Mon mon monetary resources, but also human resources. And don't try to just like think, don't, don't, don't think that you have to put out content every single day. Maybe it's, you know, you can get gain success by putting out one blog post a week and promoting that on social media channels. It doesn't have to be an expensive undertaking. It can be something that existing people within your organization, or if you're a solo person, you, you either learn how to do it, or you just keep doing what you've already been doing uh -huh. in terms of creating and distributing content, but you don't have to have a big budget. Yeah. It's nice to have, but you, you, and I've done content marketing for companies where I had no budget whatsoever and we were able to achieve success. You have to roll up your sleeves and do the work and promote the content. You can't just put out the content and assume that everybody's going to flock to it. So a lot of content marketing involves making sure that people are seeing and hearing your content. So if you're doing a podcast, you want to promote that podcast and, and get your guests to help promote when they're going to be on your show. So, you know, there are any number of ways to 
work around the fact that you don't have much money, if any money at all, to spend on content marketing. Uh, that should not be an excuse for, oh, we can't do that. You can, you just don't need to be doing everything everywhere. That's real. It's cool. Any best advice do you have for anyone who is getting started with blogging, <clears throat> you know, blogging journey, or maybe getting started with business? So any best advice? Well, I think with blogging, it is make, making sure that you're consistent. So mm -hmm. if you decide I want to do blogging, then pick your platform where you want to do that, whether it's WordPress or you can blog on LinkedIn or there's any number of other places where you can do that, but be consistent with it so that if you're saying, hey, I'm going to start blogging, do it you know, once a week or however often you feel like you've got the time and energy to do it, but be consistent about it. And, and it's very easy to give up and say, oh, don't have time. Um, a lot of podcasters start and then 10, 12, 15 episodes in, suddenly the podcast is gone. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help you the, over the long run in gaining an audience and getting your content out there and exposing yourself or your brand to people who would listen to your podcast. So let's say if someone started, how should they end the thing in the right way? You know, let's say someone started a podcast or someone started a blog. So how should they end the podcast the right way? Probably after hundreds of episodes, probably after thousands of episodes. Oh, I mean, you know, it, I, I think you need to commit to it for a while and not just say, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to do 10 episodes. I mean, the, the the podcasts that are successful are the ones that are consistent in terms of being there and doing one episode a week or one episode every other week yeah. and doing it over a longer period of time. Now, there are podcasts that are short term mm -hmm. that are more storytelling oriented, like a true crime podcast. Well, maybe they're just focusing on one crime. And so maybe you only have eight episodes, but that is not the mainstream part of what podcasting should be. And that is consistently putting out content that helps your audience, that your, yeah. that your audience is going to recommend to other people, share with other people and helps your brand. Awesome. Well, John, thank you so much for getting into the show. It was good to have you in, talk about the thank content, you. talk about the video marketing and AI, obviously. So yeah, thank you so much for having in. All right, appreciate it.